Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Today, we're going to learn a new vocabulary word. Are you ready? It's a new word. That's my drum roll. New vocabulary word. And the new word is major gift threshold. Let me tell you what a major gift threshold is and why it's important for you to know and for your donors to know and for your whole organization to know. Major gift threshold is the minimum amount of money the person needs to give in order to qualify to be a major giver. That is a major gift threshold. So every organization is a little bit different. And sometimes I get people asking me for like definitions. Give me a dollar amount for what is a major gift. Is $1,000 a major gift? Is it $10,000? So I wanna share with you a formula you can use to figure out your, what is a major gift for your organization. And once you know what a major gift is for your organization, you can better prioritize your time and who you're going to solicit, how you're going to engage them, and also how you're going to follow up with people who give at that level. It could be it's smaller than you realize. It could be it's larger than you realize. Now, one of the things as fundraisers that we have at a very comes at a very high premium is the time, the amount of time that we have. And every organization, and this is so much more Worse, the smaller you get, the worse it is. In every organization, everyone does more than one thing. Very few people just fundraise. Everyone does more than one thing. And if you are the executive director of a small shop, you are not only fundraising, you are fundraising and you're overseeing the program and you're implementing the program and you're planning the program and you're measuring the program and you're also managing your volunteers and your communications and your emails and you're doing all the admin stuff, taxes, the payroll, the bookkeeping, the check writing and on and on and on. None of us None of us have only one thing to do. All of us have more than one thing to do. And fundraising is just usually just a small piece of what it is that we do. So it's important to understand that and remember that you can't, you cannot simply engage on a personal one-on-one relationship with every single donor that comes in your door. You can't, it's impossible. If you have a hundred donors and you start start creating these deep relationships with the people who come in at lower levels, you'll never have the time to solicit and engage and to close the deal on small, on much larger gifts. Why is it important that you close much larger gifts? There is a concept in fundraising. It's called the 80-20 rule, although I think it's been long extinct as far as 80-20. 80-20 means 80% of your money comes from 20% of your donors. The truth is, with the money being more centralized than ever before, that that has sharpened some. It's not really 80-20. It might be 90-10 or 95-5. 
But the point is that most of your money that you bring in for organizations coming in from a few people. And it's important to understand that these few people, plus you and your staff, are what makes the organization able to keep the lights on and open up every day and create a better world and improve people's lives around you. It's really because of that small tribe that you have, you, your staff, and your major givers. Everybody else is somewhat replaceable. If, but a major giver is much more difficult to come across and much more difficult to replace. So obviously it's not impossible. We do it all the time. It's done all the time, but it is very difficult. So, and therefore, because it's very difficult, it's important to try to keep them as long as possible for engaged as much as possible. So I want to talk about um, the major gift threshold. What does it mean to be a major giver for your organization? And you really have to juggle three or four different points of data. The first point of data you have to juggle is how much money do you need to raise annually? How much money do you need to, how much is your budget? And using the 80-20 rule for a second, we're going to use some simple numbers just to illustrate and keep the math simple. Let's say, let's just say you have to raise $100,000 a year annually. That's your funding gap. So you are you need to bring in from major gifts about $80,000 using the 80-20 rule. 80% of your money coming from 20% of your donors, 80% of 100,000 is $80,000. See what I did there? Okay, so you have to bring in $80,000 a year from major gifts. The next data point you have to consider is how much time you have in order to do that. Let's say, just let's say, for argument's sake, you have about four hours a week to raise funds. That is what you have. You have four hours a week. That means you have 200 hours a year to raise funds for major gifts. And consider that it takes about 10 to 12 hours to, to identify a prospect and to close a deal for one major gift. That means you're able to juggle about 20 different relationships a year. And if you're juggling 20%, 20 different relationships a year, 20 different major gifts, that means the minimum major gift threshold for your organization is going to be $4,000. Because 4,000 times 20 is 80,000. 80,000 is what you need to bring in for major gifts. So that means of the 20 people or 25 people that you're soliciting, that you're engaging, that you're stewarding, that you're cultivating, you're, you're bringing into an ask, the, the minimum amount of number, the minimum number that should be in your head should be $4,000. Can it be more? Of course it could be more. And that is based on other factors that we're not gonna get into today, like factors like where else do they give? What is their capacity? What is generosity like? How much do they really like your organization? And on and on and on. But the minimum amount that should be in your mind of people who you prioritize to become a major giver should be $4,000. And that is the formula for figuring out who gets to be part of this major givers club, if you will, and what it takes to get there. It's a very simple formula and comes at threshold is $4,000. How this makes a difference practically, one of the ways it can make a difference is, first of all, you have a starting point in your ask. How much money do you need? You're not going to go less than $4,000 because that is what that's that's the amount of time that you put in, invested into this relationship. The second thing, the second thing that's important is that when you steward them, when you 
can continue to stay in touch with them, we have to understand that there's two ways that we steward donors. One way is we steward donors in bulk. That means we do almost the same thing for everybody. The other one is we steward donors individually. You're their personal relationship manager. So when you're stewarding donors in bulk, you're creating a print newsletter once every three months at least, and you're sending an email newsletter out once a month, and you're sending out um, up invitations to events, and you're keeping them apprised of things that are going on, and you're sending a birthday card, and you're sending them an anniversary card of their first gift, and you're sending them a holiday card, and you might be calling them twice a year to check in and see how they're doing. That is what you do for all of your donors. For the individual donor, for the major givers, for the major stakeholders in your organization, for the people, for your team, who without you, you would not be able to be there, what do you do? You have to be on their own cycle. You have to understand what they really care about and connect them more directly with the impact that they're making with the stories that you know they care about. That's it for today. I hope I hope you all have more major givers and gifts that you know what to do with and ultimately create a much better, brighter, and lighter world. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.